Welcome to the Purposeful Wealth Podcast, the go-to podcast on how to bring clarity, contentment and certainty to your financial life. Brought to you by Jonathan Gibson, founder of Wells Gibson and author of the Purposeful Wealth book. Pick up your copy of Purposeful Wealth on Amazon and please enjoy this show. Welcome to the Purposeful Wealth Podcast and this episode nine of our second series. In my book, Purposeful Wealth, we focus on wise financial strategies. And the reason I refer to these strategies as wise is because I believe they need to be approached with wisdom. If you have managed to read Purposeful Wealth, you will know I devoted a whole chapter to the subject of investing whereas chapter three focuses on other strategies which require a strategic approach to ensure that you're able to live a fulfilled, purposeful and contented life and most importantly to secure all that you value. The six strategies that I focus on in chapter three of Purposeful Wealth are cash flow, borrowing, risk, tax, legacy and giving. It's important to recognize that implementing these wise strategies will be more effective if you do so with a trusted financial planner, which is an area that I do talk about in the final section of my book. Essentially, with a trusted financial planner, you're looking for someone who not only has the financial knowledge to support you, but someone who is also your mentor and coach, they're probably going to be someone to whom you can be accountable and who will guide you as you live your own fulfilled life. But on the subject of cash flow, as Professor Eugene Fama once said, money is like soap. The more you handle it, the less you will have. The reason you should start with cash flow is because cash is king. It's a phrase that often gets used in business, but it's no different when it comes to your own personal financial life. It's important to be wise with the income you have. And in order to do that, you first need to define where your income is going and is expected to go. Budgeting is the cornerstone of being able to manage your money well and wisely. Budgeting doesn't need to be complicated and it certainly doesn't have anything to do with how much money you have. A budget is simply a plan and it's only once you do this that you will be able to control your money and identify ways of becoming more efficient with your spending. We would be wise to categorize our current and planned expenditure as well as milestones into three main categories So those three main categories are living, lifestyle, and aspirational. Living or survival money is typically non-negotiable, and it's what's necessary for us to live. For most people, this probably includes most household expenditure, commuting costs, vehicle expenses, and essential clothing. However, it could also include childcare costs and medical expenses such as dentists, opticians and prescriptions. The question to ask yourself is, do I need this to live? Lifestyle money is typically discretionary. 
It's personal and perhaps leisure-related expenditure. Personal expenditure could include items such as clothing, wine, grooming, music streaming, subscriptions, buying books, public transport, and buying a coffee on the way to work. Leisure-related expenditure includes sports and hobbies, holidays and travel, entertainment and socialising and eating out. The point is we don't really need these in our lives to live. And I know this is hard to accept, and believe me, I can't quite imagine life without a family holiday to the to the Lake Districts or even to Italy, for instance, or a life without good food, good wine, and good company. However, my ability to live probably does not depend on these. Aspirational money is what I regard as luxuries. The ability to pay for independent schooling, to start a business, to take time out to travel the world, to write a book, to learn a different language or skills such as cooking or flying, or perhaps it's to own a holiday home or classic car. From a wealth planning perspective, we really do need to define the cost of our desired lifestyles, the life that's important to us. The cost of your desired lifestyle represents your lifetime expenditure, your financial goals and milestones all categorized as either living, lifestyle, or aspirational. Knowing the cost of your desired lifestyle is vital in knowing if you have surplus income and how much is needed to live, as well as to live the life that's important to you. What I have noticed is that although aspects of many of our clients' lifestyles are aspirational and include things like independent schooling, our clients also seem to be content with spending less in other areas. They don't necessarily live in large homes and their personal and leisure-related expenditure is relatively modest. They're not necessarily extravagant in how they spend their money. Ultimately, the headline principle here is that you should be spending less than you earn, making sure you're living within your means and giving much consideration to your financial future, or in other words, the cost of your desired lifestyle and the life that's important to you and your family. Budgeting to avoid debt is a crucial point to make because if you budget and manage cash flow properly, it will help you avoid debt throughout your life. Interestingly, research has found that people often say that if they earned 20% more than they currently do, they would be fine in a financial sense. The thing is that everyone thinks that they just need 20% more, regardless of how much they actually earn. An example of Parkinson's law, which says that the more you have, the more you use. The thing with money is that you'll always find a way to spend it, the more you handle it, the less you have. And please know this, as a borrower, you are a servant to the lender. What we need to remember is that excessive debt won't help your financial situation and in fact will choke your financial future. Therefore, properly and managing your cash flow throughout your lifetime will help you to avoid falling into too much debt. I have to say, I'm very conscious that the term cash flow sounds dull and can have a very narrow definition for some people. For example, banks make it sound incredibly simplistic by talking about balancing what you have coming in each month with what you have going out. 
However, that's a very simplistic view and one that isn't forward thinking or looking. Looking at your cash flow on purely a month by month basis really isn't enough. Your income will change throughout your life as will your expenses and you need to plan for that. Cash flow is about financial forecasting and looking to the future rather than basing your budget on your past. Cash flow planning looks at your unique financial circumstances, your desired lifestyle and your financial requirements and aspirations. When I talk about cash flow planning as a wise financial strategy, I'm talking about financial forecasting and helping you work towards living a fulfilled, purposeful and contented life. I'm not only looking at the cost of your lifestyle today, but trying to anticipate the cost of your lifestyle tomorrow. Your financial timeline is an essential element of cash flow planning and financial forecasting because it's helping you to prepare for your life's transitions. This involves thinking about the different stages of your financial life. In other words, the savings years, the spending years and your later life years. It's about considering milestones such as your children leaving home to go to university or life transitions such as selling your business or leaving paid employment. What I want to do is to forecast how much income and expenditure you'll have tomorrow, as well as looking at what you have today. Therefore, cash flow planning and financial forecasting needs to be meaningful and will require us to make three important reasoned and reasonable assumptions with regards to your financial future inflation, interest on savings and return on investments. What I want to encourage you to do is to avoid living a consumptive lifestyle during your savings years. You need to make sure you're planning ahead to achieve and maintain the life that's important to you as opposed to feeling compelled to spend, spend, spend and living beyond your means. The concept of keeping up with the Joneses can come into play here and it can certainly be a risk. Sticking to a planned budget requires discipline and self-control. However, your motivation to do so will increase once your wealth plan, which incorporates your desired lifestyle, has been created. I'm asking you to take a lifetime view of your cash flow. You need to know how much income and spending there is from a whole-of-life perspective, not just today. And when you take this whole-of-life approach to your cash flow, it changes the dynamic completely and puts you in a much stronger position. It gives you the clarity to visualize what your financial future could look like. It leads to greater contentment so you're less anxious about tomorrow. And it provides a certainty to know that you can secure all that you value. This planning and forecasting will often reveal that also you have more than enough to provide for who's important to you, as well as the causes and communities you care about. Thank you for listening to the Purposeful Wealth podcast. Thank you for listening to Purposeful Wealth. Please remember to subscribe, review and come back next week for your next instalment. You can also visit the wellsgibson.uk website for more information on bringing clarity, contentment and certainty to your financial life.